Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach, Denton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. Well, you might be knowing what the good news is this morning by that video, amen? How many got your shouting voices in and your dancing shoes on? Amen. Get your feet warmed up because we got some exciting news this morning. I'm going to give it to you right at the beginning because I don't want to make you wait. Normally, I would make you wait till the end, but I just want to get it to you right off the beginning. We have purchased land. Amen. Officially. It is bought. We've got to close on it, but the contract's executed. And uh, I want to tell you this morning some, some, some things that have happened and uh, I hope as, you, as we go along, you'll be a little more excited because that clap was not very good, but that's okay. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay, some of them are here for the first service, so they've already, they already got it. How many were not here in the first service? Let me see your hands. Okay, a lot of people haven't heard the good news yet. So it's not just getting the land, but how God made things happen. And we've been talking about supernatural and miraculous and I'm asking the Holy Spirit to help me. Say it the way I said it in the first service. I thought it was really good in the first service. I don't know if it's going to be as good this time, but God's going to help me. Amen? So that land is going to be signed on. It's signed on and executed and done. We'll be closing within 10 days. Um, but what happened was, if you remember, when we first, two weeks ago, I think we showed that video. And the land was $1.5 million for 50 acres. And that's a lot of money, and that's a lot of land. And uh, we didn't have the money, and we didn't need that much land. So God began to work, God began to orchestrate, and God allowed us to do something very supernatural and very amazing to be able to start to sell off some of that land before we even purchased it. So like we owned it before we, before we bought it, and then, and then we gave it away before we actually owned it, if you want to think of it that way. So we were able to sell off 30 of the acres to investors and stay with 20 acres, okay? And so we're gonna have, we've bought 20 acres, and the money that's coming from the investors is separate. We don't even have to get it and pay back or anything. It's going, they're paying at closing, and we're paying at closing. How many know 20 acres is a lot of land? A lot of land, amen? A lot of land. And what God did then was, we, the next thing was, we were believing God, if you remember, to not have to finance with a bank. We did not have the money, but we, especially the $1.5 million, and so we decided to say to try to look for financing outside of the bank. And we did have financing for it. And it was going to be at 6% instead of 8%. And so that would have been a humongous blessing. Amen. But like Jose just said, there's more. But God. Amen. Say God's got a lot of money. So in the trans, trans, uh, transferring of the week and the, and the week going on, things began to keep happening. And, and miracle money kept coming in to our church. And going back to last year, around after conference time, if you remember last year when we planted those churches and came back from conference, I told you prophetically, and I want you to know this morning from this moment forward, those that are watching online, those that are here, this is a prophetic message. And so you need, what you, when something's prophetic, you need to receive it. Okay? And so, so you just listen carefully and, and, and watch what God can do and has done. And I knew in my spirit that we came back and started those churches last year that we were doing something out of faith. We were doing something that we didn't have the availability or the finances to do. God did all that. And I want you to know this, as we go forward, when we give God the glory for everything, 
and God gets the glory for everything. God will do anything that we ask from him. Amen. When he gets the glory, so everything is God. Is God. This is all God, 100% God. Amen. So we planted those churches, and that Sunday we planted those churches, I told you, lots of people are coming, and lots of money's coming. If you'll remember, I said that, it's on, it's on record, and lots of people are still coming, and lots of money is, has already come, and lots more money is coming as well. Amen? It's going to continue to come, continue to come, and continue to come. I got better news that by the time we went to, to execute the contract, God had provided supernaturally. We owed 700,000. So it went from a million five to 700,000 for 20 acres. Okay? That's already a miracle in itself, right? Because the investors paid for their part for the other part. So now we're looking at, we're needing $700,000. God provided the money supernaturally and miraculously. And I want you to shout, clap, and praise God this morning that we are buying that land cash and there is no payments and no bank and we don't owe anything. It's ours. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. Give the Lord praise. Amen. Come on. No debt. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't God good? Hallelujah. Amen. That's for the glory of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. So now, church, today, we're so advanced on this situation that you know, we were, we were thinking we're going to have to come and try to figure out how to, you know, raise fin- funds to pay for this land. And God said, no, I already got that taken care of. We need, to, we, need to, we need to get money for a building. And so we are already wheels spinning. We are already planning. We're already, you know, thinking and designing and listening to the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to be a part of a church build. We didn't just buy that land to buy it. We didn't just buy it to sit on it. We didn't just buy it to go by and wave at it. We bought it to put a building there, and everything we're doing is to get more people saved, to reach more people and to touch more people's hearts. Amen? How many are excited at what God is doing this morning? Amen? So a lot of this is, 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 is part of a story that I want to show you in just a moment. I want to put up the title. This is what it is today. 2023, the best is yet to come. If you just started coming to church, you're coming in at an exciting time. Amen? You get to come in and be a part of what God's doing in the future. And I want you to know this morning that this is our victory. This is our land purchase. This is our church. This isn't for me or just a few people. Now, I did specifically let certain people in our church know ahead of you that were, that were core members that have been with us since the beginning. I wanted them to hear the news first from me. I let the pastors know last night. I got on a call with them, and uh, they were so excited and uh, we're going to have a day in the future where we're going to go up to that land and we're going to praise God and pray and lift up the name of the Lord. But we're not going to be praying over, God, can you give us this land? We're going to be God saying, God, thank you for this land. And we're going to be praying for a building, amen, to put on it. So how many believe God's got everything already worked out? And just like he provided that money, he has more money coming, supernatural money. Now, I want everybody in here to get involved this morning, okay? 
I want everybody in here to realize that we have a part in this, that this is a team, and this is something that God is looking this morning, as I've been telling you, for a vessel that he can put things through. I already know many of you have already told me that your business, you've been praying for your business to expand so you can give more. I even get testimonies from people that when they get raises, I just talked to someone this week, so, so much is happening that I can't even keep up with the testimonies, and I'm not saying that to exa- to exaggerating, I mean it. I had four or five testimonies I was going to read today. We didn't even get a chance to go over the goals in the first service because there's so much God that God is doing, and I'm trying to get it all out to you in a way that's understandable. But someone this week was so, so precious and called me and said they got a raise, two raises in the last three months, and they said, I, I, I want to be able to give more to the church. I want to be a blessing to the church. That's why I want to raise. God sees that heart. And all of you that are that way, and we understand that we're investing into an economy of God this morning. Amen? And so I, I start to look at how all this came to pass and how all this took place, and you got to understand it doesn't happen by accident. When you sow seeds in the ground, you expect something to come out of it. And there's been a lot of seeds. This isn't just this fast. Do you realize we're, only, we're, on, this, we're on the last week? Today through, next, through this week is the last week of the fast, 14 days in. And we've already seen God do so many miracles. But it's not just from this fast. It's from fasts past that we have fasted for things. And and now we're reaping things. And the Bible even says that the blessings can get ahead of you to where they're already falling in place in front of you. And that's what's happened with this land. I want you to understand with this land that that not only was the money miracle, I want you to understand that the price that we paid for that land was supernatural. Just down the road, you know what comps are? How many, I know we've got some real estate agents in here. I know people that understand business. Comps are when you look at what something else is valued at so you can see what something's worth. Right across the street, up the road from our land, and that sounds good, doesn't it? Can you just say that real quick, our land? That just sounded really good just now because it still hasn't hit me yet. I've been, I got marks all over my arms from pinching myself. All the way up past our land, about two or three miles on the right-hand side going into Sanger, is another property that is 12 acres. We're getting 20. We're paying 700000 for 20 acres. That 12 acres is $1.75 million and does not even have frontage access from the road of the frontage road. If you don't think that's a miracle of what we just paid for this land. Amen? It's supernatural. It's supernatural. It doesn't even make sense. Just scratch your head with me, amen, because you're going to do that a lot when you're serving God. You just, God, what, and you just go, God, it's all you. But these are seeds that have been planted, and I want you to know that I remember specifically, I, I, can't, I think it was two conferences ago. We were at a conference, and we were raising money as a, as a fellowship for our Mexico churches and to build the, the home church Mexico building. Pastor Jones, our, our head pastor of our fellowship, the founding pastor, got up and he took up an offering and, and, he, and he started to take up promises and we were all involved in that as a church and as people. And he said something that day. He said, there's some, there's some people here, there's somebody here that the Lord is speaking to to give $25,000 tonight. And I remember trying to check my faith flesh, if that makes any sense to you. Because I believe I have a lot of faith, and I just think God can do anything. And so I believed in my heart we could give that as a church. We didn't have it to give, but I believed in my heart we could give it. And, and, and when, I, when I said we'll give it, something came upon me and showed me, okay, this is your spirit faith, not your flesh faith. I hope that makes sense to you. 
And so I, I wrote down on the thing the promise for $25,000. And I knew when we made that promise that God was doing something for us for the future. Last year, we had miracle money come in. And one time, church, one time during the year, listen to me closely, we had 10 times that amount come in in one, in one offering. Did y'all do the math on that just now? Ten times the $25,000 pledge in one offering. And I'm driving down the road one day, and the Holy Spirit reminded me about the seed. He said, that $25,000 you gave, there it is. Give it. The very next day, we sent that $25,000 check off to our home church to go to Mexico. And church, this land is fruit from that seed. Amen? How many believe that this morning? Stepping out in faith, trusting God, and believing God. So I want, I want your faith to rise this morning, and I want you to get, we're going to, what's called, strike the coals while they're hot. God's anointing is upon our church this morning. God's anointing is upon our fellowship, and there is miracle money. There's, we're, listen, we have said this before, and I will say it again, especially since this is a live stream. We are not a prosperity preaching church. We're not a prosperity gospel. We don't name it and claim it. I don't grab Isaiah 55, 13 and say the Lord says that we should give $5,513 this morning. We don't do that. This is not that. This is understanding the principles of God and that God has all the money in the world. He just needs somebody's hand to put it in this morning. Amen? He has all the money that we need to do everything across the world. And he's looking for us individually to say, God, as I said last week, make me conduit this morning. Let me be that peace that you can flow through this morning. And God has a lot of money, and he wants to put it. Some, some people, God is already blessed. And you're, you're able to be a blessing already. And some here want to be a blessing. And some here think, I'll never be a blessing. Well, I want to tell you something this morning. I got good news. I got a word for every single one of you that I just mentioned. Because God wants to use every single one of us. And the little and the much times each other is a lot. A lot times a little is a lot. And a lot times a lot is a lotter. Amen. So get your Bibles open to 2 Kings chapter 7. And I want to show you a powerful story. A powerful story in the Bible. And I want you to get yourself prepared this morning. I want you to, I want you to put yourself in a heart of, of binding the spirit of greed and binding the spirit of flesh. And I want us to get in the spirit because this is something that if you receive it, there's something powerful behind it. Amen. Let's, let's pray first. I want, us to, I want us to receive this from the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your anointing upon this word. Lord, this is, this is not just any Sunday, but this is one of those Kairos moments. Lord, that we have seen your hand come supernaturally upon us once again. And Lord, we're not worthy of it. We humble ourselves in it, but we thank you that you're using us as a church. And God, I pray that you are attracted to the humility of our hearts. And I pray that your, your spirit would open up our ears right now and our hearts to hear your word so that this word will be received and faith will be ignited and miracles will take place this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Now, in this story, we're going to see what we see many times throughout the Bible, the enemy attacking God's people. And in this, in this 
uh, story that we're going to pick up right here. The, the Israelites are constantly, which we're, we're not the Israelites this morning, but we're, we're, we can put ourselves in there in this story as the church, that we're being attacked by the devil. We're being attacked by the enemy. We, how many know that we're in a recession right now? How many know that we are high inflation right now? Interest rates are high. The world would say that the economy is horrible, but yet God has provided this miracle money for us to do something in this time of the, of the year, during an inflation during the difficult times because that's the God that we serve. God does things supernaturally so he can get the glory. And so these people are being attacked by the enemy. And as they're coming into this story, watch what happens. Elisha, the man of God, speaks and he says, listen to this message of the Lord. How many know that's what we come to do on Sunday mornings is listen, not to a word from the pastor or a man or a person, but the Lord. He says, listen to the message of the Lord. And again, he says, this is what the Lord says. And so he's going to give a prophetic word right here. He is going to speak something. Prophetic means he's going to speak something into existence that is going to happen. Say, going to happen. For sure. That's what prophetic is. God, When God speaks, things happen. you got to understand this. Let me take a moment to teach you this. When God said in the beginning, let there be light, all he did was speak and it happened. So God's word being spoken makes things happen. And when he speaks, nothing can stop it. Nothing. The only thing that can stop it is you. That can, you can stop it. But you won't stop him from doing what he's doing. You'll just stop it from being involved in your life. And that's what you don't want. Okay, and we're going to see that in this story. God is looking for us today to make ourselves available to be a part of the blessing, to be a part of the seed that God wants to plant for this future building and where God is taking us. So he says, this is what the Lord says. By this time tomorrow, in the markets of Samaria, we can look at that as our world today, six quarts of choice flour will cost only one piece of silver. 20 acres of land will cost only $700,000. I'm trying to get you to understand this is for us. Okay? Now, that's a lot of money. That doesn't, it, that's not to say only, but we're saying in this story, he's telling us that you're going to go get something for less than it's worth. You're going to get a bunch for a little, is what this story is saying. And he says, 12 quarts of barley grain will cost only one piece of silver. Do you all see that before we move on? He is prophetically speaking, I am prophetically speaking to you today for those who have an ear to hear that you will receive this, that God has a miracle in your finances for you if you will accept and receive this challenge from God this morning. Okay? It's there for you to grab it. Now as we keep reading, after he gives that prophetic word, there's always going to be people... Hopefully nobody in here today, hopefully nobody watching online, but there's always going to be people that say, you know, I don't believe that can happen. I, don't believe, I believe that when we put up the $1.5 million, some people thought there's no way we can do that, or we can't buy that much land. And listen, at times I was that person too. Because in our flesh, things don't make sense. Things can't happen. But we're not looking to a fleshly person today. We're looking to a supernatural God. Amen? And so he, the officer says to the man of God, watch this, that couldn't happen even if the Lord opened the windows of heaven. That's mocking God. He mocked God. 
And he says, there's no, he says, there's no way that can happen. And I've been telling you, church, that's one of the most exciting things about serving God is to watch what God can do when you can't do anything. It's so neat. It's so amazing. And so he says, that couldn't happen. He sees, and so the windows of heaven is interesting because in Malachi, when he says that we tithe and we're faithful in our giving, he says, I'll open up the windows of heaven upon you. So he, this man is mocking everything about the economy of God. And then Elisha replies back and says these words, which I don't want anybody to, to hear from God. He says, and listen, this isn't a scare tactic. This isn't a, you do this, or th- this isn't that. This is don't miss out. How many are understanding my heart this morning? Don't miss out on this. He says, you will see it happen. In other words, we will buy land with or without your help. We will build this building with or without your help. You get to choose if you want to be a part of it or if you want to be a spectator on the outside. God is saying, hey, I've got all of us to be involved today. I want everybody to be involved, but you get to choose if you want to be involved or not. Amen? That's our choice. He says, you will see it happen with your own eyes, but watch, but won't be able to eat any of it. You'll see it. It will come to pass. How many know the word of the Lord will come to pass? So let's keep reading. Now, there were four men with leprosy. It's interesting in this story that God chooses to go help. That This is beyond somebody who's poor. This is beyond someone who can't pay their bills. These are men who have been outcasted outside of, it's like the lowest of the low. We don't even know what their social status is, but it doesn't even matter because whatever their social status is, poor, rich, or in between, they're on the outside of the city because they're lepers. So God chooses to use these lepers as an example to show that anybody can be in God's economy if you trust the Lord. Any income. It, this isn't about what you make or, or any of those. It's about what your faith is. And so these lepers are sitting there outside the gates, and he says, they say, why should we sit here? They hear the news. Why should we sit here waiting to die? They asked each other. We will starve if we stay here. You know what I look at that as? If we are not in God's economy, we will starve. Because we know that harder times are coming. And, and we, we want to be in God's economy, economy. So he says, but with the famine in the city, we will starve if we go back to the city. So we might as well go and surrender to the Arabian army. And if they let us live, so much the better. But if they kill us, what do we got to lose, in other words? What do we got to lose? So they go that route. God sends them that route. God sometimes will allow your situation to push you towards a blessing. You may be in a situation right now that's difficult. Just look at that situation as an opportunity for, to testify on God. Because he's pushing you toward a blessing. He's pushing you towards provision. So they start heading that way. They start walking. And it says, at twilight, they set out for the camp of the Arameans. But when they came to the edge of the camp, watch this. No one was there. They're gone. All the army's gone. Everybody's gone. There's not a soul. Crickets are there. But as they walk in, they don't see people, but watch what they do see. The Lord had caused the Aramean army to hear the clatter of speeding chariots and galloping of horses. See, God does things in the supernatural realm that we don't see. If you want to stay down here and do everything under your control and just be all about you, you can do that. And you'll get something. 
But when you get out of your realm and into the spiritual realm, you get what God can do. The impossible, the supernatural, the unexplainable. And so he sends this sound to this army to make them hear like some armies are coming, but it's the Lord. Tell someone next to you, the Lord's moving right now. Tell them the Lord's working right now. And it says the king of Israel has hired, so they think the king of Israel has hired the Hittites and Egyptians to attack us. They cried to one another. Stay with me on this. So they panicked. This is the the bad army. And ran into the night, abandoning their tents, horses, donkeys, and everything else. Church, when we do the right thing and God gets in control and the anointing of God is moving, the devil flees and all his demons flee too in seven directions away from God's people. He sends them running. And it says, they fled for their lives. How many want to make the demons fly, flee for their lives this morning? Amen? And get out the way. When the men with leprosy arrived at the edge of the camp, they went into the camp. Watch this. And one tent to another, eating and drinking. Now, the miracle of this is those lepers didn't even have to say, leprosy, leprosy. There was nobody there. And they went from tent to tent, eating and drinking, and they carried off, watch this, silver and gold and clothing, and they hid it. So God has, like that coin in the fish's mouth, God has supernatural money all over the place. And it's not like it's a game, it's called obedience. And when we put our faith and our obedience and our trust in the King of kings and the Lord of lords and the God who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, he looks for somebody. Who can I release this miracle finances to? Who can I open the door up to? Whose business can I bless? Whose, whose job can I give a raise to? How can I, make, how can I rebuke the devourer for that person? Because those people have faith and they trust me and their faith's not in their economy. It's in my economy. And they take this plunder off. But then watch what happens. They they said to each other, this isn't right. Not that they were taking the plunder. They said, this is a day of good news. I told you yesterday, today we had exciting, exciting news. And the the best news is that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. But they said, we got good news we can't, and we're not sharing it with anyone. See, today, if I were to hold this revelation in, that then, and we don't give it to you, then, then we're holding it in. We're holding it back for ourselves. But this is for everybody that will receive it. And it says, if we wait till morning, some calamity will certainly fall on us. So in other words, there's an urgency in them that they got to strike while the coals are hot. they got to go tell people, listen, the Arameans are gone. And there is, there is provision in this place. And they're realizing this is something supernatural. How many know you recognize when something is not normal? It's supernatural. And that's what God wants to do, something we can't explain. So he says, let's go back and tell the people at the palace. How many are still with me? Powerful story. So they went back to the city and told the gatekeepers what happened. He says, we went out to the Aramean camp, and they said no one was there. The horses, the donkeys were tethered. The tents were all in order, but there wasn't a single person around. And the gatekeepers shouted. That's what we just did this morning. We shouted the news that God has given us this property for his glory. Amen. They shouted the news to the people in the palace. 
the king now, which is the picture of the devil in this story, gets out of bed in the middle of the night, and he, and he starts to think, I know what has happened. The Arameans know we're starving, and so they have left their camp and hidden in the field. So he's thinking, this has all happened, so we're going to get ambushed. They're expecting us to leave the city, and then, we'll, then they'll take us alive and capture the city. This is what the king is thinking. One of the officers replied, we had better send out scouts to check into this. Let them take five of the remaining horses. If something happens to them, it'll be no worse than if they stay here and die with the rest of us. So two chariots with horses were prepared. And the king sent scouts to see what had happened to the Aramean army. They went all the way to the Jordan River, following a trail of clothing and equipment that the Arameans had thrown away, watch this, in their mad rush to escape. The demons are running behind, and they're dropped. the Bible says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. As they're fleeing in seven directions, they're leaving the money and provision and miracles behind for us to pick up. That's how God works. And it says, the scouts returned and told the king about it. Then the people of Samaria, all of them, that's all of us, rushed and plundered the Aramean camp. And so it was true. Say, so it was true. What was true? The word of the Lord. Here's the end of the story. So it was true. Thus says the Lord that six quarts of choice flour were sold that day for one piece of silver. And 12 quarts of barley grain were sold for one piece of silver, just as, church, just as the Lord had what? Promised. Is God a God of promises? When God says something, he does it. Amen? Just as the Lord had promised. The king appointed his officer. Now pay attention to this. The king had appointed his officer to control the traffic at the gate. But he was knocked down and trampled to death as the people rushed out. So, so everything, say everything. You know what God is a God? It's a specific God. God knows all the numbers of your bank account, of your life, of your situation, of your needs, of your dreams, of your goals. But it was not a coincidence today that Jose's testimony was what it was because he said something very good. He said, I had to wait. And we talked on Wednesday night about good things come to those who wait. And they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. And God's timing is impeccable. And many of us, including myself today, have been sowing seeds. And we've been waiting. And we've been planning. And we've been sowing tears. And the Bible says when you sow with tears, you'll reap a harvest. You'll reap it with joy. Amen. And we've been waiting. And we've been fighting. And we've been faithful. And God is a God who looks at the faithfulness of his, of his people. And it doesn't come in our time, but it comes in his time. Amen. And if you're in a situation this morning that you're needing God to step in and intervene, just know if you get your heart right and you put yourself in the right position, he will come right on time and show up and do exactly what he said he would do. And he won't just do it that way. He'll do it above and beyond. Ephesians says, well, we can ask or think. He's amazing, amazing God. The Lord comes to pass just as the man of God had predicted. I'm telling you this morning, church, that what we're talking about, this is a moment to get in. This is a moment to sow seed. 
in a moment, we're going we're gonna to pray and we're going to take up a f- some faith promises, not an offering. We're not going to take up money today. We're going to take up faith promises. We're going we're gonna to al- allow God to give us an opportunity to say, Lord, if you, if you put something in my hand miraculously, I'll sow it. Okay? And we're gonna, I'm going to explain a little bit better in a second. But I want you to prepare your spirits. I want you to prepare your hearts. I want your faith to rise. I want you to understand that this is one of those days where, where, you, where if you miss it, it's not like you're not going to go to heaven. It's not like you're going to lose your salvation. But you're going to miss out on an opportunity that God is telling us, that I'm feeling in my spirit. If, if this miracle land purchase is not enough to raise your faith, I don't know what will. I don't know what will get your faith up. And, and you got to understand that when you are happy about the things of God's kingdom and God's church, and you seek his righteousness first, like the Bible says, he will take care of all the things we need. All the things we need. Some of you here today have, have possibilities and dreams of, of, of God, of doing great things through your life. Will you put, continue to put God first? He is going to do miraculous things that you've never even dreamed of. So watch this as this closes. As the man of God had predicted, it came exactly when the king t- came to his house, and it closes right here. And the man of God said to the king, by this time tomorrow, he reminds him, in the markets of Samaria, six quarts of choice flour will cost one piece of silver. Twelve quarts of barley will grain will cost one piece of silver. That's a lot for a little. And again, he says, the king's officer, see, see, God doesn't forget things. He's reminding everything that was said. He says, that officer said that couldn't happen even if the Lord opened the windows of heaven. I don't want, if you're around somebody who doesn't have faith for the things of God, just very nicely and politely move yourself away from those people and get them on the other side of town so that you're not, you're not near them when lightning strikes. Amen? Because you can't mock God and get away with it. It might not happen today, it might not happen tomorrow, but it will happen because the word of the Lord will come to pass. God is very good at remembering what he says and what he does. And he says, and the man of God said, you will see it happen and your own, with your own eyes, but you won't be able to eat any of it. And then watch what happens. And so it was. I hear Pastor Jones say, and so it was. For the people trampled him to death at the gate. So everybody who mocked God died, and everybody who believed God was blessed. Which side do you want to be on this morning? Amen. The believing side, amen, that God can do amazing, miraculous, supernatural, miracle things. What a great story. What a powerful story, amen. What a beautiful story to, uh, of, of truth and, and simplicity and clarity this morning. Now, I want to end right now in 2 Corinthians 9, if you go there just real quickly with me. I had this in my spirit uh, this morning, and uh, I wanted to share this with you as well because we've heard this verse before. And again, we're not going to take up an offering. We're going to take up faith promises. We're not asking you to have anything today. We're asking you to connect to the miracle power of God. And we'll explain that in a second. But this is what he says. Don't lose me here. He says, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Okay, so that's just a principle. If you have a generous heart and you sow generously, the Bible says you won't reap sparingly. Some people... Y'all still here? 
Some people want to sow sparingly, but they want to reap bountifully. It's not how it works. And some people reap bountifully and sometimes don't believe that they'll reap bountifully. But God is a God that does exactly what he says. And, and God never, ever misses a dime or a penny. He, he, he's a good, I, I've told you before, he did a whole book called Numbers. So he's good at numbers, amen? And it says, he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So our, our harvest comes, and this isn't just money, this is souls, this is your forgiveness, this everything. Whatever you sow, you're going to get it back. If you forgive a little, you'll get forgiven back a little. If you forgive a lot, you'll get forgiven back a lot. And it goes, if you're merciful, if everything is in that. Okay? But what he's saying is, whatever you sow, that's what's going to come back. And so God is looking for people today to let their faith rise and say, Lord, this is beyond my thinking. This is beyond what's in my checking account. This is beyond what I make. This is, this is supernatural, and I want to connect to it. And let's see the next verse. So let eat, and this is important. Remember a couple weeks ago when we started the fast, and I said, if you're going to fast and have the wrong attitude, don't fast. If you're going to give today or make a promise to the Lord and you're not going to have the right attitude, don't do it. Because we're not, we're not putting a gun to your head. We're not, we're, not do, we're, not, we're not begging you. We're telling you there's an opportunity here this morning to be in, investing in, in a moment today that today is not the only day, but this is a day where God is going to begin to move us towards that next project. Okay, of that land, of that building. So he says, let him give in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Now here's the important part of this, very important. God, it says, is able. See, I'm not able and you're not able, but God is able. And this isn't, this isn't talking about the ability that you have. This is talking about the ability you don't have. Okay, beyond your ability. And because if it's your ability, God doesn't get glory. So he's, you can, he can use your ability to make money, to win souls, to be a good leader, to be a good, all those things he can use. But the glory comes when he does something above your talent. That's what, that's what we're talking about here. This is like you, you would say, some, someone would say, that's above my pay grade. Like you don't understand it. This is above our pay grade, no matter what our pay grade is. This is in the, in the heavens. And so he says, God is able to make all grace abound so that you'll always have sufficiency in all things and, and have, I like this word, I don't know about you, have an abundance for every good work. Abundance. If you're here today and, and you like scarcity and you like paycheck to paycheck and you like living in the red, God bless you. I don't. I've been there on all those and, and sometimes even very recently, but I don't like it. I like abundance. I like to have enough and more than enough and enough to give to other people. Amen. Is anybody else like me? That's, the kind of, that's what God wants to do with this, okay? Now, so watch this. And so this is the key. He, he has written it. It's dispersed abroad. He's given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. And here's the key, the next verse, verse 10. Now he supplies seed to the sower. So today, we're going to make, I have mine right here, we're going to make a faith promise. In just a moment, I want you, I want you we're going to have our ushers help us, and we're going to make faith promises. And what we're doing here is we're not saying, this, listen, there's people here that can give, and they'll give, 
But I'm talking about something that you can't give right now. Something that's beyond your means. Something that you don't have. To say, God, in the next 90 days, and this is we're doing this online today because I want people online to have an opportunity to. There may be some, someone online watching that could give. And I, and I want to say this as well. I said this in the first service. I believe that there is going to be money coming from this building that's not going to come from church people. I believe God is going to touch people's hearts that aren't even saved. And they're going to give to this. I believe money's going to come supernaturally on our online giving. God is, if he already started, he's going to finish. Can I get an amen? Now, I want you to think about this. This is saying to God, God, if you would put this in my hand, if you would give me seed as a sower, in the next 90 days, this amount, whatever you're going to put on this envelope, we're, we will give it if it comes into our hands. That's what this is. We have been doing this as a church and a fellowship for as long as I've been in this fellowship and seen it work over and over and over and over again. How many in this place here right now looking around have done a faith promise and seen it come to pass and had the money and gave it? Lift your hands. Look around, church. Look all around this church. Look at all the hands. It works. Okay? This is something supernatural. This is beyond our normal tithing and giving. This is beyond our obedience. This is beyond what we're supposed to do as, as godly people in obedience. This is saying, God, we believe, are you all still here? We believe that in the spiritual realm, and this is, takes faith, there is $1.5 million sitting somewhere that you can put into the hands of God's people in this church and we, if that money comes in, we'll give it. I want to believe this morning, and it may be more than that, church, but it's probably a, no, a low number. But I'm throwing out that we want to believe God for $1.5 million to build this building. And that's probably low. Amen? But do you realize this morning that we just bought land cash for half of that? So if that happened, it can happen again, quickly. And I believe by faith, because you know I'm a man of faith, that by this time next year, I know it's not even possible, but I believe that we'll be in a building by this time next year. Does anybody believe that that's possible? That it's possible. That it's possible. I know it's not probably realistic, but I believe it's possible. So I want you to begin to pray right now. I want you to begin to think right now. What could Talk to your spouse. What could, what could we put on this piece of paper as a faith promise? Again, this is beyond your means. This is saying, Lord, in the next 90 days. Remember last week when I said that woman was walking down the street and picked up $2,000 off the street? That's what I'm talking about. We did faith promises like this. And, and, and well, They weren't exactly the same, but that idea in Costa Rica. I have never done this in this church. I want you to know that. You can ask Chris and Laura, Paul and Brenda, Kendra and Rowdy, the benefit. I've never done this in this church, ever. This is the first time in 14 years, almost 15 years. We've never asked for us. Have you thought about that? And we're following the footsteps of our home church. For you to know the story this morning, this is very important. You have to know the history to know what's going on today. I used to go to the home church as a missionary. And I used to watch crumpled up carpet in the foyer. I used to watch things that needed to be painted. And this isn't to, to, to talk about it, but there, there, there were things that could have been nicer and fixed. And, and, I, and I, what, as I watched our home church, I noticed the reason that they're not fixing the carpet or fixing the wall or, or fix, making their church better is because they were more focused on the missionaries like me in Costa Rica making sure we could do our work. And I feel like we're following in those footsteps. We have not put us first. 
as a church. We've put churches being planted. We've put missions being, church, we gave over $60,000 to missions last year. 60,000 as a, us, as a church. That's miracle money, church. We're giving and giving and giving. Today, we're doing something for ourselves. We're saying, Lord, you've opened this up, this door up for this land. Now you're going to give us this building. And so when you write this down, you're going to say, Lord, this amount is going to, it's like the coin in the fish's mouth. It's going to supernaturally come to my life. Somehow, it, it may be, it, it, you may not, it's, you're just going to know. You're like, that, that was not normal. And you're going to give it. And how many believe that we could build this building without having any debt? Just like we're buying it without having any debt. Y'all believe that this morning? I'm going to ask the ushers come if you would. I think we're done with the, with the, the verses. Prepare your heart to make a promise. Now, this is important. We're not going to come to your house in, in 90 days like the Jehovah's Witnesses and get your check. Some of y'all don't know that. At the end of the year, I'm not joking. They go to, the Jeho- they go to their member's house at the end of December, and they, get it, they say, you owe this much. I promise. That's facts. Because they have to tell them what they make, and if they haven't tithed during the year, they got, it's like your taxes almost. We're not going to do that. This is between you and God. If it doesn't come in, it doesn't come in. But if it comes in, you have to be a person of integrity to, to give it. Y'all following me? Now, for those that are watching online and listening here, I want to say one more thing. We are following examples this morning. As, as I'm following my pastor and his example of following Christ, and you're following me as I follow Christ, we're doing this church thing and God thing with integrity and character. These kind of miracles don't happen if you don't do things right. And I remember, I'll never forget, hearing the story of our home church story. In the very beginning of me being in the fellowship over 20 years ago, they bought their property over 30 years ago, over there that we go to conference every year. And when they bought it and remodeled it and had, a, and had everything done, they owed $1.8-something million. And so they had, they had an actual bank loan. And they were going to start making payments. And I think they even made a couple or three or a few payments on it. And all of a sudden, church, a check came in the mail from somebody who was not even in their church for 1.8-something million dollars and paid off the whole loan. Is that amazing or what? Supernatural. So I have always said, church, as your pastor, I've always said, God, I want that anointing of my pastor on me. And we've seen now this week be able to buy land cash. Amen? So as as he did it for the land, he's going to do it for the building. But he's going to use us. We're going to need workers. We're going to need construction workers. We're going to need every person that can do something that we can cut corners on, not in quality, but in cost. We're going to need all kinds. We're going to need every hand on deck. We've, I, I have so many other things I could tell you that I don't have time for today. So many other blessings that are already happening. But I'm telling you, this is supernatural, and God is doing amazing things. And, and not only did Pastor Jones get that check and receive it, this is the, the kind of integrity that I have admired and followed my entire time I've been in this fellowship. He did not just take that check. He got a hold of the lawyers of that, those people and met with that lawyer and said, I want to make sure that this is not someone's inheritance money. 
That's the kind of integrity our pastor has that I try to follow. And the guy said to him, this family will never miss it. Pass me the salt. That's straight from Pastor Jones' mouth. This family will never miss it. It was so much money that that $1.8 million was nothing. How many would like to be able to give $1.8 million and ask for someone to pass the salt? My steak's getting cold. <laughs> Amen? So right now, and we're doing this online because I want people to be able to. If you're online, info at vwotexas.org. You can send us an email. And you can get the address if you want to send a check. Amen. Not your tithe, though. Offering. But if you're online and you're watching, or you can text someone in the church, or you can info at vwotexas.org. Let us know you're watching online and you want to do a faith promise because we're going to try to get an idea of what we could start raising towards this $1.5 million. Teenagers, don't check out on me. God wants to give you money too. Amen? How many in this place right now, I've got mine right here, my envelope, would say, if God would put this amount of money in my hands in 90 days, I would give it. And God, if God put $5,000 in your hand in 90 days, you'd give it. Just lift up your hand. And hold it up and keep it up, please. So exciting to see your hands. Amen. Especially some of you that I know your situations. You're going to make me cry. Amen. Now, if couples are raising their hands, we'll do it as couples because I don't think they're doing 5000 each. And if God gives you 5000 each, then praise the Lord. Keep them up until someone gives you. An, and listen, you don't have to write your name on this. Okay? Also, it, it, you don't have to write your name. Just write the amount. We're not, we're not, this, again, we're not trying to hold you accountable for this. This is between you and God. This is supernatural. Just put the amount. But please put the amount and please do it if God puts it in your hands. Be people of integrity and character, okay? So hands up still for five. We got to get a count. Did you get it, Laura? Okay. Maybe that's, and, and I want to say something too. You all still here? Don't, don't leave me. Don't, don't, this is important. This is, this is raising money for this building. I believe that there are, there are people that, that are going to give more than that, but I'm not even putting, putting that amount out. I believe there's people that were, are going to do more. But I'm starting with the five. Now, if you couldn't do five, how many would have faith for $3,000? $3,000, just lift your hand. Put it up and put it back down. Keep, keep it up. Amen, 3000 If God puts this in my hand supernaturally, I don't have it, but it comes supernaturally, I'll give it. Amen? 2500 someone who would do 2500 maybe 3000 is too much. Just lift up your hand right here. One over here. And some people have already done this in the first service as well. So 2000 How many would say if God puts $2,000 in my hand, I'll give it? Wow, this is an exciting service. A lot, most people did five. Maybe I should have gone higher. Amen. <laughs> okay, now, some are new in your faith. You're, and although a lot of you that I just saw that are new to the church raised your hand for that big amount. God's, God loves your faith. But maybe you're here and you're new or you just, that's a lot to think, and, but you, you could do a thousand. If God put a thousand dollars, just put your hands up. God bless all of you that would trust God for a thousand. Amen. Just keep them up for just a second so we can count. We're just trying to get an idea of what, what we're going to, God's going to do it, church. We're just stirring the waters right now. And I apologize, the air's on. I didn't turn it on, by the way. I'm just getting blessed. 
I promise. Carla said, you turn the air on? I said, no, the Lord just loves me. So if you're cold, I'm sorry, I promise. I turned the heat on this morning. No, I turned the heat on, baby. Yeah, the AC's on now, but I didn't touch it. All right, $500. That's, that's, a, that's a step of faith for a lot of people. Who would, who would do $500 if the Lord put it in your hand? All right, this is a big faith service right here. Okay, now what about teenagers? Teenagers, if, if the Lord would put $100 in your hand, would y'all give it? There's a faithful person, amen. Man, y'all are missing out. I'm, there you go. You're missing out because God will do it. Amen. And it may be 50, maybe 25, whatever it is. Amen. Let's, let's stand this morning and musicians can come, please. How many are excited? This is exciting, amen. Natalie's excited. I'm glad you're excited, Natalie. Thank you for being excited. Amen. Natalie drives all the way from Mansfield, Texas to this church. Every service. Amen. Now bringing her beautiful mom with her. What a miracle. Amen. Me and her met at the bank. She was working at the bank, and I gave her a Jesus card. And she's been here, and she's such a precious soul. Amen. I'm telling you, all of you are precious, and all of you are part of this, what God's doing. You don't want to, you know what you don't want to do? You don't want to go to this, you don't, yeah, I got mine too, whoops. You don't want to go to this building and go to this property and not feel like you haven't had a part of it. You know, don't, I promise you, you don't. And this story's prophetic. Miracle finances, miracle finances, businesses, dreams. Um, as long as we keep God first. We've done that. We've continued to keep God first. And he, is, he has rewarded us. But like Pastor Jones said in December at Christmas, he got that word from the Lord. He said the best is yet to come. And that's why we chose that this morning. The best is yet to come. And so we want to speak life over your, over your finances this morning. And we want to we trust God to take these promises. And uh, have we collected them all? We, still we haven't. Okay, let's go ahead and go around and collect them. You know what? Wait, wait, wait. Let's pray for them first. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's pray for them first. Let's pray for him first. I'm, I'm all over the place. I apologize. I have a lot on my mind. I'm trying to get it all out. Let's pray for him as a point of contact in your hands. Father, today in this congregation, those that are watching online, I know you're stirring hearts. Lord, I thank you again for what you've done, what you're going to do, Father. And I pray multiplication, financial blessings, supernatural resources. Lord, the wealth of the wicked given to the righteous. I thank you for rebuking the devourer and, and rebuking the spirit of mammon this morning. Lord, I, I say this with absolutely zero doubt in my mind, Lord. We will build that building and we will not owe anything on it. Lord, you're going to do such miracle things as you've already done. And God, those who have already given miracle money, Father, miracle money is coming more, Father. Because whatever we sow, we reap, Father. If we sow sparingly, We'll reap sparingly, but if we sow bountifully, we will reap bountifully, Father. And I just pray, Father, over these investors that their, that their businesses would explode. And I pray over, Lord God, the miracle money that came in over those givers, that their finances would explode, God. And I just pray, Lord, for all these people that are making these faith promises, that today we believe that you can bring something supernatural out of a coin, coin out of a fish's mouth, Father. Loose it now. Lord, in the prophetic, we loose it into the heavenly realm for you to work. And we know that some will be immediate, some will be delayed, but Lord, it will come. 
And Lord, by the time three months comes, we're going to see miraculous things taking place on that land. And we give you the glory for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. As the ushers go around to pick that up real quick, I want to tell you as you're still listening, try to stay focused here. We are going, we do have some plans. I mean, I'll, the first thing we've got to do is get an architect. We've got to start getting a design and plans and all those different things. And I, I, I don't want to make a humongous, humongous, God, well, I don't know what the word is, gaudy, too big building. I, I, I want to stay with the plan of what we were going to do when we expanded the sanctuary. I'd like to see us make a sanctuary of four or five hundred people and still have two services. So all that's kind of into play and we've got plans going. But one of the things that you can be believing for us with us for is we need to get out of, the, and this is no disrespect to this building. You know how much we love and honor and thank God for our landlord who's been phenomenal and tremendous and wonderful. And God's going to bless him for everything he's done. But we need to get out of this building as fast as we can so we don't have to pay rent. We don't own this building. And so as good stewards, and by the way, those envelopes we use today are old envelopes. So you, God even had all those envelopes sitting there just for this so we didn't even waste good envelopes. Amen? See, we're being good stewards. Um, we're going to try to transition. One of the things the Lord's put on my heart is to transition over before we have the building and get in a tent. And we're going to need air conditioning. If we don't have air conditioning, we ain't doing it. Amen. Not in Texas. We can't do it. We'll, we'll be raising people from the dead, starting with me. So we're going to get a big tent, a big tent. And that tent eventually, that money going towards that tent will eventually be so, seed sown for another missions work because we'll send that tent and we're done somewhere around the world. So it won't even be wasted money. And then we'll get some modulars for kids with bathrooms and air conditioning and heating and, and nice bathroom, modular bathrooms. I promise in the name of Jesus, by faith, we're not going to have porta-potties. Amen. I'm just speaking that by faith. want everything to be nice. Amen. How many know we can try to believe for excellence? If, if we have to, we will, but we're going to try to believe for nice ones. But we'll see what those costs are. But that's the idea, that we could move over there, get in a tent, start, start makeshifting while we build it. How many know it's going to be exciting? I believe people will come in from seeing that tent. I believe all kinds of things will happen. It's just going to be exciting. Amen. So let's, let's pray this morning. Maybe you came and you don't know the Lord. Just bow your heads. We don't want to get off this service without giving the chance to be saved. That's what we're all about. All over this place as your heads are bowed and eyes are closed. If you don't know Jesus Christ today, the one that we're doing all this for, the one who's provided us the the power to be able to be a church in the first place. This is the church of Jesus Christ. This is his church. If you don't know him and you're not saved and you're not born again and you don't know where you'd spend eternity today, you can be saved by simply saying, Jesus, I, do, I know I'm a sinner and I need a savior and I want to be a, a new person today. Would you forgive me of all my sins? And the Bible says that he will forgive you. And he'll make you a new creation and he'll give you a new life. How many all across this place from front to back and side to side could say, Pastor, would you pray for me right now? I don't know Jesus. Just lift up your hand. Put it right back down all over this congregation. Just say, that's me this morning. Maybe you're watching online. Maybe you found this service. You're listening to the podcast and you don't even understand what we're talking about. But the Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now and you don't. 
You don't know where you'd spend eternity if you died today. We're going to say a prayer right now as a congregation. And if you will just say this from your heart, God will change your life today. Right now, he'll change your life. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you that you love me. Please forgive me for all of my sins. Wash me clean from all my sins. Make me a new creation. I believe you died on the cross for all of my sins. And I believe you defeated death and hell and the grave when you came out of that grave. And you have eternal life so I can have eternal life. I believe in you today. Make me a new creation. Change me forever. From this day forward, I give you my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com.